All right, all right. Back at another one. It's Saturday, so you know what that means. It's time for more English and coffee. I've got my cup. Hope you got yours. I'm just coming off of a cold, so it's starting to clear up. Still a little congestion there, but I hope you can hear me because today I'm going to be talking about some of my top pet peeves. If you don't know what pet peeves are, you'll know by the end of this one. So get ready. It's going to be fun. Alright, so if you don't know what pet peeves are, pet peeves are the things that get under your skin, things that make you want to complain, things that make you want to rant, things that you just can't stand, things you detest when in other people, things you see that just piss you off, make you mad, make you ready to throw the book, drive people off the road, run people over, slap them upside the head, I mean just, just get under your skin. So. I'm going to go over a few of mine. So the first one I want to start with is fast food. Now I don't know in your country or where you're at what kind of food services you have. Maybe you have McDonald's like we have here. Maybe you have Burger King, Hardee's, Taco Bell, KFC, Long John Silver's. I mean the list goes on and on. Checkers, Sonic, Little Caesars, they're a little hot and ready. It's a whole bunch of things. But today, I'm going to focus on Burger King. Okay, now, if you don't know what Burger King is, it's a place where they serve big burgers. Well, one big burger, the Whopper. The Whopper is their flagship product. It's the main thing. People go to Burger King because they want to buy a Whopper. They want to buy, you know, burgers. They want beef. So they actually use real beef, unlike McDonald's, which is garbage. I'm going to go ahead and say it. McDonald's is straight garbage. Um, I don't know if you've seen that video where they show the burger that's been sitting for a year and hasn't decomposed at all. It's just it's so full of preservatives. I mean, the food doesn't even rot, so it's not natural. They have just corroded it. But Burger King. Okay, so I go to Burger King the other day because I want a burger. I look up there, look at the menu. Okay, the prices are freaking through the roof. It used to be you could get a decent combo for like $4.75, $5 tops. Now they want to charge you $8.39, $9.89. And all they do is add a tomato on a burger and it, and it gives it a new name or whatever. Anyway, so they had this thing called the King Meal. They wanted to charge me $6 for something called the King Meal. And that comes with a Whopper, you know, regular quarter pounder Whopper comes with an order of fries, medium fries, and a drink. But now, what do they add to this combo to make it a king combo? Two chocolate chip, chip cookies. I'm like, get the freak out of here. I don't go, go to Burger King because I want cookies, chocolate chip cookies. Since when does adding chocolate chip cookies to something make it a king combo or even make it a combo? You know, if I wanted cookies, I would have went to the food line and bought some Chips Ahoy or something like that. Hardee's is guilty of this too. They add cookies and they act like it's some deal. Nobody goes to fast food restaurants for cookies. They want cookies, they go to the store, they make them at home. This is one of the problems. See, and the reason they keep doing it is because people keep buying it. The only reason I buy it is because I don't have time to go home sometimes for lunch, you know, make my own lunch because I prefer, you know, natural food, food that I cook. So sometimes I just have to eat what's out there. Sometimes if you're left out there and you got to eat what's out there, sometimes you just get garbage. I mean, there's a lot of places doing this. I can't 
think of all of them. And I know the prices are too high. I mean, $8 for a burger. You can buy a pack of hamburger or even a pack of turkey. You can buy a pack of turkey for $2.30. You can buy a pack of hamburger $3.38, and that's a pound. With that, you can make four big-ass burgers, you know, quarter pounders, four quarter pounders all day long. But they want to charge you like this crazy amount for a burger that they slap some lettuce on. It's not even that serious. But let's move on to the second thing. So my second pet peeve I'm going to bring up is beggars at the store. So I understand you got people who are just, you know, unfortunate and things happen. Hard times, you know, come upon everybody. You know, everybody struggles from time to time. But don't congregate at the entrance of the grocery store. When I get off work and I go in there to spend my hard-earned money, I don't want to see you out there trying to sell me a damn necklace or something like that. I mean, it just pisses me off because I'm like, I work all day. And you, you sit around and you wait for people like me to get off work, pull my money out, you know, get my pennies together, get my quarters together to go in there and buy something, you know, treat myself, something I deserve for a long day of work, and you expect me to give you some money. No, don't ask me for no money when I'm going in there to spend my money. If I wanted to give you money, I would have donated it somewhere else. You know, I mean, and then to take it even a step further, I remember this one guy, I was coming home, get out of my car. He comes up to me like, hey man, you want to buy, you want to buy this necklace? This dumbass necklace. It's a freaking grown man. He's like 50 something years old. What's he doing with the necklace, right? It looks like a little girl's necklace or something. Something he stole, right? Because he's a freaking bum, right? I'm like, no man, get the hell out of here. And then I said, I thought about it. I said, you know what? I said, hey man, you want a job? He looked at me like I was speaking another language or something. Like I was speaking Chinese or something like that. He's like, uh, what do you mean? I was like, you want a job? I was like, you're out here trying to sell a necklace. I mean, you must need money. So I said, I gave him some job leads because I don't know if I told you, but I help people get jobs. So I gave him some job leads. I told him, well, go over here. They'll hire anybody. So he acted like he didn't want to get a job because he'd just rather spend his time trying to figure out how he can get money from people like me and you, hard work, working people of the world. You know what I mean? But yeah, th those people, I mean, in America, it's pretty bad. You go to the gas station pull up to the gas station. You don't even have to get out of your car and you already know who they are because you see them. They all look the same and wearing these haggard clothes and as soon as you pull up, they start approaching. You pull out your little ATM card and here they come. Hey man, hey man, get the freak out of here. One of these days, I'm going to just tell them what I really think about them and I know it's probably going to be a fight on my hands or something like that but it's just something that just pisses me off. So that's another pet peeve I have. You got people like that in your country that just come up begging for money, asking for money. It's one thing if they're just passively sitting on the corner with the can or the cup and you want to tip them, throw them a dollar. But don't come asking me for my money. If you want money, get out there and work for it. Okay, so that's enough ranting for the moment. <clears throat> Let me move on to the tip of the day. Alright, so let's see what I have here. So, Study what interests you. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to put that out there. Study what interests you. Uh, a lot of times if you're studying in school, you know, they're telling you what you need to learn, what you need to memorize, and all this other BS. Some of this stuff is useful. Some of it's not. Some of it's just for formality. You know, they have to teach you something so they're doing their job. But when it comes to you studying a language, doing your own thing, um, study what interests you because if you study what interests you, then you are more apt to learn it. You're more apt to take it in, breathe it in, ingest it, digest it, use it, regurgitate it at command. 
you're more apt to be open to ideas because it interests you. You will talk about it when you're practicing with your language partner because it interests you. You will learn things that you talk about in your native language, you know? So I don't worry about studying nuclear physics because I don't know anything about nuclear physics in English. So why would I study that in another language? doesn't make sense. Um, you want to study things that you actually talk about in your everyday life. If you talk about it with your friends in your native language, then you need to be able to talk about it in their target language with your language partners, and, you know, and your friends and stuff that you make along the way. Um, if you're reading a book and the book is boring, stop reading it. I mean, you're not going to get a grade or anything on it, I mean, unless you're in some class or whatever, and then again, there you are, stuck putting more rules on your education, but um, that's, the, that's another little thing, I guess a little side note, pet peeve, I have rules. Some rules are unnecessary. There are rules that you need, little guides and things like that, but I mean, rules can be broken. Rules are made to be broken, you know. Now, some rules are there in place, you know, to keep us safe, you know. Don't shoot people in the head, don't do things like that, right? But there are times when you need to just adjust you know, to the situation. Be flexible. One of the little proverbs or whatever things you can take is to maintain realistic expectations of yourself and others. It's something I tell my clients that I work with while I'm trying to help them get jobs all the time. Some people are too rigid, you know. It's either black or it's white. You know, there's no gray. You got to be flexible. So if you're reading something and it just, it gets boring or listening to something and it gets boring, switch it. But as long as you're doing something, that's all that matters. So study what interests you, <clears throat> study what interests you, and it'll last longer. It'll be a lot more meaningful, and at the end of the day, you'll progress further than you could have ever imagined. And that was today's tip of the day. So an idiom I thought I would share with you today would be something, um, because every idiom we have isn't always in the best taste. Sometimes you just want to tell somebody that they're a little slow. You know, they're just not catching on as quick as you would like to see them do. You know, they're catching on as quick as you believe they could do because, I don't know, maybe they're just slow or they're just silly or they're just not thinking. They're not using the full capacity of the brain. They're not even trying. So an expression that we have <clears throat> here in English land or whatever you want to call it is one French fry short of a Happy Meal. If you say he's one French fry short of a Happy Meal, that means that he doesn't have it all the way together. His thoughts don't go all the way to the top. His elevator doesn't reach the top. He doesn't, he, he doesn't finish out what he start, sets out to do. You know, he just comes up with an idea and it's like half-baked, some half-baked idea, like he's been smoking weed all day or something like that. And he just, you know, it's just clouded. His judgment is poor. One French fry short of a Happy Meal. You could say that about a guy. You could say that about a girl. It's just anytime somebody's just perpetually silly, you know, perpetually stupid. You know, it's just in the constant state of stupidity. Uh, you could say that. Another uh, variation of that would be um, one tablet short of a full medicine cabinet. So any variation of that, it's just something short of a full set. Uh, you could equate that to uh, somebody who's stupid. Um, well, I don't like calling people stupid, but if you just wanted to express that sentiment about someone, or even a dog, a pet, you can just say it's one french fry short of a full Happy Meal, 
or one tablet short of a medicine cabinet, anything like that. And that's your expression or idiom of the day. So before I get out of here, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's probably going to be going on with me here before the next upload, the next podcast. So I've got to go pick my sister up on Thursday, I believe, from the airport. i got to drive all the way to Raleigh, pick her up. She's coming in from Spain. I think I mentioned that she would be coming in. I'm going to try to get her on a, a podcast here uh, before she leaves. She'll be here for about two weeks, so that should be interesting. Maybe we'll do a little interview. I know the first thing she wants to do is go fishing, so I'll probably take her out to this place called uh, Harker's Island or take her to um, Moorhead and fish off the pier. Drum bite should be good. I don't think there will be any bluefish there, but um, that's what we're going to do. So hopefully I'm able to uh, get back from fishing in time Saturday, upload a podcast, record it. I don't know if she'll be on that one. Maybe we'll record something while we're out there on the road, you know, while we're talking, or I'll just get her to just record a bunch of stuff, and then I'll just chop it up along the way and then just distribute it, you know, throughout the podcast. Maybe I'll get her to comment on different things, lifestyle, what she likes to do. Uh, she can talk about a recent uh, photo shoot she did. Uh, she modeled some fur coats over there in Spain. So my sister's doing big things. So um, that's coming. And um, here in America, everybody's getting ready for Christmas. That'll be coming around the corner. It's on the 25th, I believe. Yeah, 25th every year. We get two days off for that, so I'll have a four-day weekend. Uh, do you have any holidays coming up? Uh, what kind of things are you guys preparing for? I mean, New Year's coming. It's a lot of big changes, a lot of festivities. I'm sure in every country um, people celebrate different ways. So tell me what you're doing. And I just thought about it the other day. I said, you may be listening to this podcast on another platform. I'm recording this on Anchor, so if you want to leave a comment for me, you have to download the Anchor application. That way you can um, leave a uh, voice feedback. Um, but I'll be putting the site together soon, uh, put the transcripts up, and a couple of things. So I've got, I've got some plans for 2019, I mean, as we're getting ready for it, but that's all I have today. My coffee's finished, and I'm out of here. Catch you next time.